The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciation. I must begin uh, by uh, denouncing this raccoon who caused a blackout. A raccoon in Toronto was able to cut power to nearly 7,000 people in the city's downtown core on Thursday night, highlighting the fraught coexistence between residents of Canada's largest urban center and the divisive trash pandas. Hydro One, which is Ontario's power utility, said a raccoon made contact with equipment at a downtown station on Thursday night, plunging swaths of the city in darkness. The loss of power also temporarily disrupted service on a key subway line and shut off water, all from a raccoon. Look, I don't know that it's the raccoon's fault, but in the absence of someone else to blame raccoon I do denounce you I must also denounce Joshua Schulte a former CIA software engineer who was sentenced on Wednesday to 40 years in prison for leaking a trove of classified files to WikiLeaks in what prosecutors described as the biggest theft of classified information in CIA history. Now, I well, I like WikiLeaks. I don't condone stealing government information. I do not condone stealing classified information. If you're going to do that, you're taking a risk. But the real reason, you know, even more so that I'm enthusiastic to denounce Joshua Schulte is because of the child porn that he also happened to possess. So this guy not only stole documents from the CIA and leaked them, but he had all sorts of child porn on his on his computer. I mean, this guy's a real winner. Joshua Schulte, I do denounce you. I must also denounce the practice of nose-picking. Oh, yes. If you pick your nose, it could lead to dementia. A new study from uh, from, uh, Australia examines this question, and it doesn't look good. The theory that Australian researchers are suggesting in this new paper published in Biomolecules, they looked at the potential correlation between the habit and neuroinflammation, or the swelling of nervous tissue, including brain tissue. A dirty finger is certainly one way that pathogens can get into the body and potentially the brain. Aging, according to Dr. Charles Duffy, is the number one risk factor for Alzheimer's. These researchers are suggesting that infectious agents that are in the environment do have access to the brain through the nerves of the smelling system that poke through the upper reaches of the sinuses, and a lot of people think that things might get in that way. So wash your hands. That's a very good recommendation. And don't pick your nose, which I think is also kind of gross and should go without saying. But if you needed one more reason not to pick your nose, this is it. Nose picking? I do denounce you. I must denounce... Avraham Gill, the 19-year-old son of Israeli consulate consul for administration Eli Gill in Miami. This is a bratty teenager who 
ran into a cop with a motorcycle because he hated waiting in traffic. And then when he gets caught, he tried to use his father's diplomatic status to get out of two felony charges after running over this Florida police officer. And thankfully, he is not getting away with it. Gill was arrested on January 27th when he was weaving in and out of cars aboard his motorcycle in Sunny Isles Beach when a police lieutenant performing a traffic stop saw the teen and ordered him to stop. The traffic-hating motorist, not listening to the commands, continued to ride towards the officer and intentionally ran him over. He told officers he was weaving through the vehicles because he hates waiting behind traffic. The officer sustained an incapacitating injury to his left leg, but he still grabbed this punk off his bike and brought him to the ground. During a bond hearing on Sunday, Gill's lawyers argued that the teen's charges should be dropped. As they claim Miami-Dade law doesn't apply to him because he had consular immunity. I mean, what a joke. What a joke. This is the problem with diplomatic immunity. Look, I know that we're not going to do away with diplomatic immunity, but these kids of diplomats and the diplomats themselves think they can get away with anything. Um, Gill had been charged with aggravated battery on a police officer and resisting an officer with violence, both felonies. And at least as of now, he is still facing these charges. So uh, the diplomatic immunity is not enough to get him out of this one, at least not yet. And I hope he does have to pay the piper on this one. I want to, we don't know the name of this person, but I want to denounce this driver who stole the vehicle of a good Samaritan. Let me explain to you what happened. A good Samaritan who stopped to see if the drivers involved in a a crash on I-95 were all right got quite a shock when a New Jersey motorist stole the the good Samaritan's car. That's the word from the police yesterday. A white Ram pickup truck was traveling in the right southbound lane of I-95 in Newark on Wednesday morning, Newark, Delaware. On Wednesday morning, when it was rear-ended by a red Toyota RAV4, a concerned passerby stopped to check on the drivers for injuries. So while the passerby was doing that, the driver of the RAV4, a 54-year-old man from Woodbridge, New Jersey, we don't have his name yet, hopped into the Good Samaritan's Mercury Mountaineer and fled southbound on the highway. Troopers arrived at 7.09 in the morning after the Mercury was gone. The New Jersey man and the stolen Mountaineer were located in Maryland. Nice job, Maryland. By officers from the Perryville Police Department. The man was taken into custody, and once he's extradited to Delaware, he will be charged with one felony count of theft of a motor vehicle and multiple traffic violations. I still don't know why they haven't released his name, but... To you, unnamed disrespecter of Good Samaritans, I do denounce you. I must also denounce this person who is similarly unnamed, who stole and who looted from an NYPD car on February 1st. Police are looking for this man who looted equipment from an NYPD cruiser in the Bronx on February 1st. 
I mean, how daring do you have to be as a crook to steal from a police car? This guy sure was daring. This came at um, 157 East 176th Street in the Bronx when the suspect entered the unoccupied car and stole a laptop, a video camera, keys, and a police radio. After the burglary, the suspect ran off undetected. Now, am I the only one asking the question, why is a police vehicle that has all of this stuff in it, including the keys, unlocked? I am not a big guy for locking doors. It drives my wife crazy. It's one of the main things that we fight about. But if I have a bag in a car, even if I'm running into a store for a minute, I take my keys with me and I lock the car. Why would the police, whoever had this cruiser, why would they leave all this stuff in there and leave the vehicle unlocked? I just, I don't understand. I'm not, you know, again, I'm still denouncing the guy that did the thievery, but still. Cops described the man as having a light complexion and thin build. He was last seen wearing a dark-colored Sweatshirt, blue jeans, and yellow construction boots. No arrests have yet been made, and the investigation remains ongoing. To that gentleman and anyone else that would rob from police cars, I do denounce you.